right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It's May the 11th of 2021. We're glad you guys are joining us for the show this morning. We have a big show and a big guest coming up later on this morning. Big time, yes. Yeah, so I'm excited because we have a WWE Hall of Famer on the show this morning. We're talking about Double J himself, Jeff Jarrett. He's going to be on right around 7.05 this morning. He has a new podcast. It's called the My World Podcast. I'm sure he'll have tons of stories about me on there. Probably full episodes. Really? No, probably not. (laughs) So... I found one of uh, my favorite photos, and it's me and Jeff from probably like 1988 or 1989 from Dallas, right? You've probably seen it before. I'm a little kid. Yeah. Uh, And he was, I mean, he was probably like 18 or 19. But anyway, it was, I paid to have my picture taken with Jeff. And uh, I'll share that this morning. But lots of great memories. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, of course, uh, you know, grew up with uh, Memphis Wrestling. His dad, Jerry Jarrett, was one of the owners of that. And then uh, went on to have this amazing WWE and WCW career. I'm excited to have him on, but there's pressure when you have a guest on who is famous yeah. and your friend. I No, I totally get it. Because you kind of see how I do most interviews. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Yep. You have 30 seconds. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get on there. Uh, but with Jeff, I, you know, I feel like yeah. I, have to be, I have to be a little bit better. This is good for the wrestling fans out there. See if you know this. Spend my days working hard. Some of the stuff we're going to talk about and stuff he's talking about on his podcast include like this one time where he held up Vince McMahon in the WWE and said, if you don't pay me all the money I'm, I'm owed tonight, I'm not going to the ring. And the amount of money, like when you hear the amount, because I'm going to have him tell you, like if you haven't heard the podcast, it's crazy. He walked out of there with more money than we've seen <laughs> in one night. Man. Stupid stuff like that. Plus, we'll talk Stone Cold Steve Austin, the podcast and all that. So anyway, Jeff Jarrett, right around 7.05 this morning. Uh, today again, May the 11th, as we look at things we can celebrate today, it is National Twilight Zone Day. Of I course, never watched that, did you? No. You would have been scared. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the closet. Uh, also today is National Foam Rolling Day, which is roll your muscles with foam. Do you know that I do that every single night? That's not You're true. looking at, you could, well, I could say you could call my husband. He won't answer. He's asleep. Yeah. Um, but I every single night, and it it's awesome. Like if you've never rolled on a foam roller, it's basically like you think foam, but it's it's kind of like hard. And mm-hmm. so when you're on your back, it's it kind of cracks your back as you roll on it. Okay. You have any videos of this that we can share? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> it's also National Eat What You Want Day, which is kind of good for those of you who uh, kind of like me. And you want to eat whatever. Maybe you want donuts for breakfast and a yeah. cheeseburger for lunch and some pizza for dinner. Okay, Do eat what it. you want today yeah. because it's National Eat What You Want Day. Thanks for getting up and starting your morning with us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1998 and Garth Brooks had the number one song in country music on this day. Tonight I'm going to paint this town. So bring me to Pina Colada. I want one for each day. Let's set the sail with Captain Morgan. What about the Troubles, Garth? Hey, Troubles, I forgot a sweet. I buried them in the sand. So bring me to Pina Colada. She said goodbye to her good time and man. It's Garth Brooks, two Pina Coladas. Number one in 1998. Now I've got to say. At the wind and the waves and the moon winking down at me eases my mind by leaving behind the heartaches that love often brings. I've got a smile that goes on for miles with no inclination to roam. And I've got to say that I thank God to stay. This 
is feeling more and more like home. Garth, so bring me to Pina Coladas. Gotta have one for each day. Let's set sail with Captain Morgan. Oh, and never leave dry land. Hey, troubles, I forgot them. I buried Coladas yeah. One for each hand That's all Set to sail with Captain Morgan Oh, and never leave dry land No troubles, I forgot yeah. Troubles, I forgot them I buried them in the sand I buried them in the sand Oh, So bring me to Pina Coladas And say hello to her good time and man Collides. Oh my God! Hey. I know. <laughs> it's a start. <laughs> we won't get It's Garth Brooks and two Pina Coladas. It was number one on this day in 1998. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all. Tuesday morning is here. It has arrived. Welcome to the radio show today. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings, gotcha gossip. (laughs) I think that was a little much. Thank you. Gotcha gossip on Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) What? What is it? So it's really starting to look like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together again. So just to give you a point of reference, Ben and J-Lo were engaged back in the day, but they split 17 years ago. Wow. Okay. They were called Benifer. Yeah. So they remained friends and recently started hanging out again after Jennifer and Alex Rodriguez broke up. Well, Ben and Jennifer just spent a week at a resort in Montana. Sources say they were alone, just the two of them. Looks like a couple. Wow. Uh, witnesses say they were acting very much um, uh, kind of handsy. And when they got home, they returned to Jennifer Lopez's house. See, I'm going to say it again. I said it when you kind of gave us a rumor a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Something about it. I kind of dig this one. I yeah. like the idea that they're back together. I don't think they probably really wanted to break up the media. Everybody was mean to them. And here we go. You said 17 years. Uh-huh. 17 years later, they still have that connection where it still works. It was meant to be all along. Did the stars finally line up? We that's, shall see. That's cool, though. Yeah. I like this story. All right, got your gossip today on Nick Jonas. You know, if you go through uh, David the Barrel Boy, his playlist, Nick Jonas is really big on his playlist. And they talk about this in the British GQ. Uh, the headline on the cover of GQ is Nick Jonas writes music to make love to. Oh. So he's he's been asked, hey, what do you think about that? What do you think that you're on playlists for people in, you know, the room of beds? Oh. <laughs> And he said he thinks that's interesting. He's glad people connect with the music, but it does not play in his room with Ben's. I just need to tell y'all, he his red, his face is so red. Why is that? I don't know. It's not red. It is. I'm sunburned. He also says uh, they were asking him, "Hey, what does it feel like to be a sex symbol?" And he says he feels very uncomfortable with that. And I totally relate to this. <laughs> He said attraction is a very nuanced type of thing, and he can't take that seriously. And, you know, it's almost like I gave the same quote. But anyway, uh-huh. it's Nick Jonas, GQ, <laughs> the British version. It's out now. Got you gossip on Kim Kardashian. So thanks to Kim, there's one very famous cow roaming the fields of India named after Kim Kardashian and rescued by PETA just in time for Mother's Day. So PETA said it rescue, rescued the quote, drop dead gorgeous mama cow with striking eyes and long dark eyelashes and named it after Kim. Right. 
to thank her for showing compassion to moms of all species by promoting a dairy-free diet to her uh, more than 200 million followers. But apparently PETA says it back to sanctuary in India that ultimately won custody of this cow, which was believed to have been physically abused by its former owner. But as you know, Kim's really vocal about being um, plant-based. Oh, she, yeah. Everything she eats is plant-based. Um, but now the cow is living in a lush sanctuary home uh, where she is apparently dodging paparazzi. That's cool, though. I like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Kim Kaudashian. Kim Kaudashian. So, there you go. And y'all got your gossip today on Britney Spears. So if you follow Brittany on social media, you realize that she's an interesting follow. And sometimes you're like, wait, what is she doing? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes she posts something that's very insightful and you never really know what you're going to get. Some of the most uh, recent things on Instagram is the uh, leopard bodysuit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saw it. Yep. She can still rock it. Just a heads up. And she also goes through this deal where she's showing her outfits, her, uh, her style of the early 2000s. And she believes it would be fun to bring some of those clothes back. We're talking about the short shorts and the tank tops and some of the sheer stuff that she wore in the early 2000s in what a lot of people would think was like peak Britney. Well, and she wore those bucket hats, too. And the bucket hats right now are huge. Yeah, basically everything she wore Mm -hmm. 20 years ago is big Mm -hmm. again now. So if she kept it, boom, built an outfit right there for Britney. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for starting your day with us. Appreciate you listening to us. I broke the news that I kind of switched up my diet a little bit, and I've tried to be better. Mm-hmm. Like last night for dinner. I'll just oh, Let me go back. I'll step back, then we'll come to this morning. Uh, my wife and son are like, what's for dinner? And I'm like, oh, I've got all the food prepared. You know, I've done the meal prep. And like I have container after container. I think I did like 12 or 14 containers of food, right? I had like four of them yesterday. Um, and Leslie and Kyle like, that doesn't sound good. Uh, you may do some of those, uh, those Navy beans and bacon and, uh, Instapot. That doesn't sound good. How about spaghetti and garlic? That doesn't sound good. So they, <laughs> they wanted cheeseburgers from the new cheeseburger place. Mm-hmm. Second night in a row, Kelly, I showed willpower. I sat there in line for 20 or so minutes Got to the the window, the thing to order, not the window, but the order deal, and uh, ordered them food and got me nothing. That's the start of a good day. Yeah, well, that was like last night. So then I, I get home and Leslie's like, what, you didn't get anything? You went to get dinner? Because I knew if I told her, she'd be fired up. I'm like, I'm trying to do a little bit better. Like, it's small steps, right? I can't change yeah. it all in one day, but small steps. Uh, so while they were eating these delicious, and I love these cheeseburgers uh-huh, from the me new too. place because they're kind of like fried on the sides and something. So good. I'm watching them eat those and fries, and it smells amazing. My dinner is kale and garbanzo beans. That's terrible. Because I was trying to go lighter for dinner, less less starchy carbs. Well, that's definitely lighter. So I told you I started my day yesterday at like whatever time it was for something with one of my, my pre-made meals, my meal prep meals. It was a big old thing of chicken. And uh, I put barbecue sauce, sweet and spicy barbecue sauce on it, and some rice. And tell us what time that was. Uh, it was before five. I mean, <clears throat> sitting there, had my coffee, That's chicken, so barbecue sauce. Ugh. So this morning, I was like, I think I want to do something different. And I could have gone for a breakfast staple, like oatmeal and eggs, but that would have required more work. Right. And I have all those meals ready. So this morning for breakfast, I had a little bit of rice. Sounds great. And uh, turkey taco meat. With avocado salsa. Oh my gosh. And coffee. Ooh. (laughs) I can't. mm -mm. After I ate it, I'm sitting there and I'm going, ooh, I don't feel real good. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Maybe spicy taco meat is not the way to do breakfast. Mm -mm. But as we talked about with Eric Birch, who decides what's breakfast food and what's lunch food? Why can't I eat chicken for breakfast? You are right. Why can't I eat tacos for breakfast? Mm. Except for the fact that something about it was just like, I don't know that it was settling well. Yeah, yeah, because your stomach is like, what is this at this time? Right, spicy food. Uh-huh. But that, that guacamole salsa, because it has a kick to it, that is so good. It is good. good. The following it with coffee might not be the best thing. I'm not sure if maybe I need orange juice or what. Orange juice. Is that worse no, than coffee? that's worse. You think? Milk. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And 
people are crazy. So if the Tiger King taught us anything, it's that normal people don't and shouldn't own tigers, right? Oh, yeah. Well, here's another example. A tiger was loose in a neighborhood in Houston, Texas. Yeah, so an actual tiger was just walking around on the street. And there's even a video of an off-duty police officer who lives in the area pointing a gun at the tiger and telling its owner to get back inside. Well, who's the owner? It's a 28-year-old guy named Victor, and he doesn't just have a tiger. He's also a murder suspect who's out on bond. Oh, wow. So when the off-duty cop called for backup, Victor put his tiger into his white Jeep Cherokee and drove off. So they were on the run until Victor was caught yesterday and was hit with the felony charge for evading wow. arrest. The tiger is missing. So they still no, haven't not. found the tiger. And you're talking like a big, full-size tiger? <laughs> a real tiger. you got to be joking. Right. So Victor's lawyer is already trying out some crazy theories on this. Quote, People are making a lot of assumptions. Maybe he might be the hero out there who caught the tiger that was in the neighborhood. Right. Good yeah, one. That's a good one. Well, Victor also had two monkeys in his house. Oh. And those are legal in Houston, but having a tiger isn't. I've always wanted to have a little monkey at home. Yeah. I actually I called Kevin Reed about that years ago to yeah. see if he thought that was a good idea. And he said it was it not. It was not a good idea. Not a good one. <laughs> well, speaking of owning a tiger... Why did Tigger look in the toilet? Huh. Why did Tigger look in the toilet? I have no idea. He was looking for poo. Oh, <laughs> my so dumb. I am done with this day already. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It is that time. We have a very special guest. He's a guy who at one point was uh, like a hero to me, watching Dallas wrestling, the world-class championship wrestling, USWA. He has gone on to be a friend of mine and want to welcome to the show a WWE Hall of Famer and a new podcast host. Welcome back, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Good morning, Jeff. Well, the tables are good morning, Brandon and team. Uh, I guess the tables have turned now. You know, Brandon, we do go back a few years, I guess way back in the day. You had aspirations. I want to be Jeff Jarrett. And little did you, did you know, I wanted to become Brandon Baxter. Jeff. And look, mm. I'm, I'm getting behind the Yeah. Don't do that. You're, cut, you're cutting me off already. Yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> she knows better. Uh, how are you this morning, man? Good, man. Uh, very excited. We are uh, here in a couple hours. We're going to record episode three of My World. So um, kind of crazy how things have uh, just Gosh, over the last 60, 90 days, how things have been rolling along. And, and uh, for those who don't know, my uh, my broadcast partner, uh, podcast partner, uh, Conrad Thompson, he's been after me about four years yeah. to do this. And um, finally, uh, I guess I'm like the uh, old um, date that finally said yes. Uh, but but uh, we're off and running, and, man, the results have been quite overwhelming, Brandon. So the new My World podcast, episode one, just dropped last Tuesday. The new episode is out right now on all the podcast platforms and at adfreeshows.com. But uh, the neat thing about this is, is, and I told you this in a text the other day, you know, I'm like, okay, I I love Jeff. I've loved Jeff for a long time. We're close. One of my close, like legit, one of my closest friends, somebody I could call and talk family, personal. And then wrestling is like, you know, fringe. We don't really worry about talking about that that much. So I was wondering when I listened to the podcast for the first time, like, was it going to hook me or was it going to be, hey, that's just my friend talking. And I'm sitting here going back through these stories. And Jeff and I have done road trips. We've been on planes, all these different things. He talks about right things. gas together one night in uh, Missouri or Kansas or whatever. So <laughs> we bonded a few different times. But that's a whole other story. Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. No, but I'm just, I was sitting here thinking as I was listening to this, you were talking about things that you have never talked about. Before, never talk to people in, in the vehicles, uh, travel partners. This is stuff you've kept inside for 20, 25, 30 years. And all of a sudden, these stories are becoming public. And this podcast, the My World podcast, goes out right off the bat, number one, in a very crowded pro wrestling podcast space. It is the number one wrestling podcast. And then is number four, Jeff, in all of sports. Like, that's crazy. It's kind of amazing. Well, when they sent me that, and look, I didn't even have any idea that they did these rankings and that kind of stuff, But and I still don't completely understand them, uh, but I just know when you're up there in, in, we'll call it the mainstream sports, and, and Bill Simmons and Colin Cowherd and, and Barstool Sports and all that kind of stuff, and, and uh, I know coming out of the gate, we had 
a lot of fanfare, but seven days into it, we uh, went back to number four. I guess yesterday we had dropped to seven. So yeah, it, it's it's really amazing, Brandon. And um, you guys know much better than me that uh, you know during the pandemic, and and I've told this story a couple of times. It's really what fundamentally shifted me looking at it differently. Mm-hmm. Like everybody right now, uh, your listeners, they're listening in the car, but this generation, and I don't say this generation as in kids, it's just how we've all evolved, the on-demand entertainment aspect. Mm-hmm. And I say entertainment, I never looked at radio <clears throat> as entertainment, but you guys are well aware. You got to drop it, you do a live interview, and then you're going to post up on Facebook and the station's website and, and just how we've all evolved and the pandemic escalated things and I can remember talking to you early in the pandemic last year, just how the world changed. I mean, you get, you didn't even go on the station. The, the, all, just all the things. Who would have thought, you know, 12, 16 months ago, how radically the world has changed? And uh, it definitely changed me, and I've viewed podcasting differently. And I'm glad that I do now because it's, yeah. it's given me a platform, and we've launched the website, realjeffjarrett.com, and, and just the feedback and, and all that. And, and it, it's really it's been a bit overwhelming, but I'm, I'm really excited to see where this journey takes me. One of my favorite things that I realized, and you're kind of like one of the holdouts who did not have a Facebook page. We were launching a company back in 2014, uh, Global Force Wrestling, and uh, I was partnering with Jeff, doing different things with him on stuff. And I'm like, okay, so we need a Facebook page. And he's like, I don't have Facebook. I don't want Facebook. I'm not going to have it. And lo and behold, in the last <laughs> month, Jeff Jarrett has showed up on Facebook. <laughs> well... Uh, that, that quick story was because I was going to remember me and you talking, but I, it, it, it echoed back in my mind. Kevin Nash said, Jeff, don't get on Facebook. Twitter's okay. But, 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 and, and Instagram really wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't obviously back in the day, but he said, don't do Facebook, man. He said, people are just, he, he said, you, you don't want to go there. And I didn't really even wrap my head around it, but as the weeks went along and then you retold that story. But um, I will say this the podcast came at freeze. Uh, it's the or early and ad free. It's a website, it's a Patreon site mm-hmm. that uh, you don't have to listen to commercials. And we actually, like I'm dropping the episode today, episode three, you'll be able to listen that, to that episode tomorrow and it won't drop for, you know, uh, another six, seven days. But uh, the ad free team is great. I mean, they are full service as far as me as a talent. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones that said, nope, you are going to have a Facebook page right. and we are <laughs> going to populate it. So it's been pretty cool. I did a Facebook Q&A, Brandon, and we hadn't even caught up on that. I, maybe we won't bore your listeners that, but I do got to have a conversation with you on that. I was overwhelmed at the reach. Facebook's yeah. a whole different game, so you know, uh, w- w- we'll go down that route some other night. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I think is really interesting, uh, and you and I talked about podcasts early on in the Global Force stuff, and you know they were new, and just a few people were doing them, and, and then all of a sudden we realized that spoken word wasn't just something for AM radio, that podcast listening was going to be something and we're going to see that continue to grow. And I remember telling you on a trip, I'm like, man, the real life story of Jeff Jarrett. Uh, And it's not just what people see on television because yeah, that's one aspect, but everybody's seen that it's the stuff that's happened behind the scenes from growing up as, as a wrestling uh, in, in basically in a wrestling company with your dad owning a wrestling company, what that was like from uh, going into high school, wanting to play basketball to the early days of wrestling to the, uh, the WWF at the time to walking out on Vince McMahon, all these different things that have happened uh, that we've seen on television. But at the same point in your personal life, uh, the real story of Jeff Jarrett has to be one of the most intriguing stories probably that you could tell. A story of redemption, a stories of highs and lows and triumphs and tragedies. And I remember telling you, man, that if people got to hear all of that and realize the stuff that you've lived, it would be incredible. And I think that's what we're going to see with this new My World podcast. Brandon, I did about, uh, I think it, we finally broke the 50 mark, but I did like 50 interviews leading up to uh, May 4th, the launch, all over the globe. And, and guys were, you know, getting prepared and they said, Hey, I want to ask something different and all that. Brandon, you'll love this story, but they go into sort of the different championships I've held. Mm-hmm. And this thing's like a, a name dropping, uh, pat myself on the back, but it just blew me away. And Brandon, you will connect with this. He said, yes, at one time you were a WCCW tag team champion with Mill Mascaris. And I'm like, Oh wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, I forgot that one. <laughs> I was going to say if people and like Mills is, is a legendary, maybe the top five or maybe even top three luchadors of all time. Mm-hmm. And I was a young 20 something. And he was, I, I want to say like forties, early fifties. I'm not sure 
exactly our our, our age uh, stretch there. But uh, yeah, there's some unique stories that I can't wait to dig up and tell. And uh, Mills wearing his mask twenty four seven in the dressing room, yeah. in the bathroom, all kind of <laughs> unique stories. So it's always obviously, I, like you said, I grew up in the industry, and and these have sort of come sec- second nature. And Brandon, a couple of times uh, on car rides, and I'll tell on you that you, <laughs> Brandon would say, you know, Jeff, that's really not normal. I know you grew up that way, but that's a little different. <laughs> Again, Double J, Jeff uh, Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer on with us. The My World podcast is a huge podcast that Jeff just launched last week. Uh, let's talk, how much of the podcast is going to be about some of the, the personal stories or is that going to be sprinkled in? Because I noticed, uh, in last week's podcast, you, you know, you referenced, uh, your wife, Jill, um, who battled cancer in the nineties. Uh, and it seemed like that got, you know, that hits close to home. And then your story of the last two or three years of just uh, the turnaround of your life and, and really a redemption story. I mean, I think that stuff is incredible. How much of that are we going to hear on the podcast? Brandon, that's a, <clears throat> a great question, and uh, I, I've told this story a couple of times, but I think it's new to your listeners. When I watched The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, and saw how raw and emotional and unguarded that Michael was, and he, look, it, and during this time, uh, it'd been really cool if he would have been in his prime in, in our society today because, you know, he didn't talk politics. He didn't talk anything other than basketball and Nike, his shoes. So, um, but he got honest in that documentary. So, you know, I told Conrad, you're in charge of topics. I'm ready to go. I'm at a different place in my life. Look, I have screwed up so many different times, but the one thing that has helped me over the last four years is look, we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. There is not a human being alive. Look, there may be some who think they don't mistakes, but that that's a part of growth. And so like today's episode, and I'm already sort of wound up tight in, in different ways. I'm excited to tell the, today's episode that we're recording in a couple hours is about Owen Hart. Oh, gosh. And, and, and our in-ring stuff is so, uh, I, I don't want to say, it, it, you know, we were tag team champions. There's a lot of great memories I have with Owen in front of the camera. But the real stories behind the scenes, our friendship, um, obviously the tragic passing after that. And then I'm going to get into... Look, it was a big part uh, of, of when I went to treatment and, 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 and as far as processing feelings and all that. And so if somebody hears it, I'm hoping that they connect on some level because, uh, look, use my screw-ups and hopefully somebody can learn from them and they don't have to do the same dumb things I did. Mm-hmm. And so, and Brandon, you know, there's a lot of them. But <laughs> a part of my story, you know, when you think about, you know, uh, 24 hours in a day, I was only in front of a camera maybe 15, 20 minutes a night or whatever it may be in front of people. The rest of my life, it was a very private, but uh, I've told uh, Conrad from the beginning, I'm going to be candid. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be honest. It's going to be unpolished at times, but I think that to me, look, I'm uh, I'm a a wrestler. I was a wrestling fan, but I'm also a promoter and people want to connect emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to connect with with this podcast. If I, if the real deal didn't roll it out there. So uh, it may be uncomfortable at times, but I'm what I signed up for. Yeah, and I think you mentioned the word treatment, and you know, I was going to kind of dance around a little bit. But I remember, you know, when you went in uh, for treatment at one point, and I remember, you know, sitting with my wife, and I was texting with your wife, and you know, crying because I'm like, oh gosh, I hope Jeff's going to be okay. And then the story of when you got out, uh, and just the difference that it was, and how drastic it was, and how you wanted to help people who were going through those issues. Uh, to me, that's one of the shining stories of Jeff Jarrett. I mean, take away all the championships and all, you know, the wrestling angles and the stories and stuff like that. But that story, that one can touch so many people and help so many people because here's somebody we see on TV who's made a fortune over his career, tons of money. But at the same point, you got to find your happiness and money and fame isn't always happiness. It, it, it complicates things. I can assure you that it complicates things. And uh, yeah, but living life, on life's terms, look, we're, we all get up and, and, and have to uh, have our individual challenges. And look, we're a product of our environment. You know, Brandon, we've talked, you know, coming from a divorced family and aunts and uncles. And yes, the wrestling family was crazy, but that's on my dad's side of the family. On my mom's side of the family, they were all educators. So, it, you know, and I'm talking high-level educators. There's a couple of schools in Middle Tennessee named after my mom's side of the family. So long time 
career uh, educators. And so you sort of put that mix together. So uh, you talk about a craziness, uh, but, but, but it's, we all go through that. We all have our trials and tribulations. It's getting through them and learning from them. And, you know, the, I have a saying in my mind now, there's no such thing as, our, 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 as problems anymore. There are opportunities every day to grow. And it's up to us whether we're going to face that challenge or, or go away from it. So I'm, I'm grateful I get to get up every day and face um, new opportunities for growth. And I've told, I tell people all the time, you know, uh, you're one of the hardest workers I know as far as not just in wrestling, but as far as somebody who wants to learn and, and Jeff's taking courses still at this point. And again, he's made a ton of money over the years and been hyper successful at everything he's ever done. But he's like, have you, have you seen this thing on LinkedIn learning where you can do this? And I'm reading this book about, about self-growth and marketing some areas, Jeff, that you don't even need to know, but you want to know because you want to learn all about business and entertainment and marketing uh, and I've said that to so many people, really, your work ethic is, I mean, there aren't many people who can match it. I don't know about that, but I do. There's something about that, that this, this, you know, with, with the, having a phone in your pocket and literally having unlimited resources uh, in my OCD brain. Look, it's my fault if I don't learn. It's, I can't point fingers. So in, in the world, uh, again, you know, my, 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 I'm a promoter uh, nowadays, so uh, basically stepped out of the ring. But the, the ability to connect with audience, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, just, just all forms of, of connecting with the audience. It's no longer Saturday mornings, WMC TV, <laughs> 90-minute wrestling show, and then, hey, we'll see you at Earl Bell Community Center. Right. Those days are long gone. You can connect with an audience 24-7, 365, and those are the little things that I'm, I, I try to pick up daily, uh, whether it's marketing or promotion or Look, and also, like you said, self-awareness, self-growth, all that kind of stuff. It, it is something that uh, it, it, it is my passion. I, um, and I got that worth ethic from my grandmother who got in the industry back in the 40s. And Brandon knows that story, but she's the one. And then my father, of course, but they instilled the worth, worth ethic. And, and I am so glad they did at an early age. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer on with us again. His podcast launches as number one in all of professional wrestling, number four in all of sports. It's the My World podcast available on all the podcast platforms and at adfreeshows.com. Let's do some wrestling chat and real quick because the first episode talks about this story we've heard for years that there was a night when Jeff Jarrett was leaving the WWE. He was going to WCW and he held up Vince McMahon, the most powerful man in the industry. Uh, Jeff, you had never shared that story publicly, and I was sitting there for a three-hour podcast glued to it because I wanted to hear all the twists and turns, and the idea that you walked out with the sum of money you did in one night would blow a lot of people's minds. <laughs> it's, uh, it's life, but you know, uh, that's where Conrad's in, in, in charge of the titles and the headlines, and, and, and you know, he, he's the one who takes it and molds it, and you know, just the fact that I held Vince up if you just really think that through, come on. I mean, <laughs> look, I know it was a few years back, but we weren't back in the wild, wild west where I walked in with a, a you know, 357. <laughs> Give me all the money. Right. Uh, and, 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 and while, while you're at it, I'm going to go wrestle for about 20 minutes and then I'll come back. Right. So, you know, it's just, but, but the story that has grown over the last 20 years and Brandon, you're well aware of this, but maybe the listeners may not be. But it, it has gotten to epic proportions. And so that type of story that, that, that Conrad wanted to lead with, it, it was pretty it, it was engaging because I could, and we do it on video, so at early and ad-free, you can get them without ads, but you can also get the video component. But, but when I was telling the story and Conrad was just shaking his head, and then after we finished, he's like, you know, when you hear it in totality, man, you connected a lot of dots and yeah. man, there's the real story. And Oh, that makes sense. And that for me, I'll say is a talent. It's like, how little did I know that people it's impossible for them to connect the dots because they didn't live it, mm -hmm. but connecting the dots, I didn't hold up this man. I got paid what I was owed and that's it. I mean, that's literally it. Now I may have got a little extra sauce on it, but also in our industry, I wasn't under contract. I didn't yeah. have to be there. And the guy who paid me was well aware of that. And so the story behind the story behind the story 
And that's what I like to say, because if you really think that through, there's always a story behind the story. Mm-hmm. But the story behind the story behind the story, <laughs> Kelly, I know that confused you. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, that, that, is, that is sort of, to, to me, me and Conrad have joked, that's, that's the essence, of, I hopefully, of, of each episode of, of my podcast is connect the dots where, oh, that, that does make sense now. So uh, but, looking forward to really getting into this. And today's episode uh, may not be uh, uh, completely uh, full of joy, uh, but I can't wait to get into stories. Look, my WWF and WCW runs are, are going to be a lot of fun. But the TNA stories behind the scenes of that, uh, my Memphis days, my Dallas days, you know, Japan tours, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, for me and hopefully for the listeners as well. And when you go back to episode one and you hear the amount of money that Jeff walked out with in one night, I'm telling you, it's more than people make in years. And he made this in one night over, you know, the course of payoffs for a number of weeks. You can't even tell the story straight. I didn't make it in one night. It was an accumulation of like, I don't know, a couple of months. But Jeff, well, Brandon, I knew that. But Jeff, the amount of money is ridiculous to normal humans. <laughs> hey, one question out of that show, because one of the things I was really interested in was you had a lot of comments about Jim Ross. He was the head of talent relations at the time. And you did your best to kind of dance around it and to, and to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to blame him for everything. But there were points where maybe, you know, you could point of finger. Have you heard anything back from Jim Ross? No, I, I haven't. And look, Jim is in the ad-free family. I mean, his podcast, Grilling JR, we've got, I mean, when you think about the, the, the list that Conrad has put together, five Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. Bruce Pritchard, executive director currently in WWE, and, uh, and Tony Schiavone, the voice of WCW for years, and the current voice of, uh, voice of AEW. So it, it's really an all-star lineup. So, no, I have not heard from Jim. But, Jim, look, it's like I think at one time a couple of years ago, he says that wasn't a red-letter day in my career. Well, I've got about a 1,000 Those that wasn't the red-letter <laughs> day of my career. We all have bad days. Yeah. And, yes, at the end of the day, look, I've run organizations. I've been a part of organizations since I was 12 years old. Look, at the end of the day, Jim didn't have a final decision. Right. It's very obvious. The guy who uh, had the final decision and all of that throughout, now, could he put his finger on the pulse of, uh, you know, a thousand people at one time? No. But at the end of the day, it's ultimately his responsibility, and he's ultimately the one that gave me that check. So that's episode one, episode two, which is dropping today. This is all about the time where uh, the end of WCW was there, WWE was taking over, and uh, and it looked to us watching casually on television like you were fired publicly and somewhat rudely by Vince McMahon. That's what we're talking about on the episode that drops today, right? Correct. Yes. And that's another preposterous mindset, but man, it made for great TV. And it's Brandon and we have had hours and countless hours of this conversation. The nature of our industry is, oh, professional wrestling, that's that fake stuff. That's it. Guess what? Everybody just loves to believe if you just give them a little something. Yeah. And so, oh, Jeff walked out. So it's natural, of course, we inspired Jeff on TV. When in reality, the nature of our business is he could have picked 40, 50, 60, 70 guys. And the night that he bought Ted Turner and closed it down organization, who did he open with? Me. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And I'm not under contract to him. So you, in order to be fired, you have to be hired. Again, it's connecting the dots. I got paid, uh, you know, I was under contract and got paid. That show aired in March, and I was getting a contract through November, December. So, again, a lot of fun to tell the story and connect the dots. And and the wrestling fan, whether you're a new school or old school, it it is a bit of a roller coaster ride that we take folks on and and tell the beginning, the middle, and the end. And then, uh, like I said, get behind the story and it's um it's a it's a pretty unique format and that's another thing i would have never dreamed when conrad when we finished episode one he said right at three hours i I just brandon i'm like i just did a brandon baxter uh, morning show the full thing literally it's a three-hour show with no music right (laughs) so it's a journey well, that's the thing. Like when we were talking, Kelly and I were kind of prepping for the interview. I'm like, you know, we're going to talk to Jeff. How's it going to go? Blah, 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 blah. Like literally I have pages of stuff we could talk about. 
that that we're not going to get to today, which just shows you the My World podcast where Jeff has hours to uh, go out and talk about these subjects, all the the good, the bad, the ugly. He's going to discuss all of that. It's the My World podcast. It's available right now on all the podcast platforms. Uh, you can find him on all the social medias, which we've tagged uh, his new accounts on the social medias, adfreeshows.com. And Jeff, I can't wait to hit the download button and uh, get today's episode. I appreciate your support through the years. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got that out there. We've been friends uh, for a long, long time. I consider you one of my dearest friends. And so going through the paces and, and doing all the, 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 the digital media and the, um, just, just all the interviews. And, and when I reached out and I said, Hey man, let's chat podcast. Uh, I never dreamed you'd have me off for this long. So your ratings just went straight through the toilet. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> Kelly will pull you out. Uh, like she does daily. <laughs> Thank oh. you, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks Jeff. Right there. Double J. I, I gotta throw some gas, gotta throw some gas on this fire. Always. Double always double one double. to knock me back down to size. Uh-huh. And I appreciate you having me on. I really do. All right, man. Tell the family we said hi and we love you guys. Okay, man? Love you guys. Y'all have a great day. Right. Kelly, do the best with what you can with what you're working with. Okay. I'll, I'll try, I'll Jeff. Thank God, you. God will, hey, God will take care of you. It's not a problem. <laughs> Brandon is an opportunity today. Just look at him through those lids. Y'all have Aww. a great day. There you go. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and a guy I thought was a close friend. I love him. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Tuesday, May the 11th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a young lady who I knew when she was almost a baby. Sydney Rebstock celebrates her birthday today. Happy birthday, Sid. Just talking to her mom the other day. I'm like, how old is she now? And like, she's in her upper 20s. I'm like, uh-huh. wait, do what? <laughs> how did that even happen? I know. You know it's crazy. Uh, happy birthday goes out to Pauline Brousseau, who is the grandmother of... Kelly's husband, Joey Perry. Yeah, she listens all the way from Simi Valley, California, listens to the podcast. Well, happy birthday yeah. to her. Pauline Brousseau celebrates today. Christian Peterson of Jonesboro is turning 28. Jessica Williams, happy birthday. Brandon Stevens of Jonesboro celebrates today. Christina Turner of Brooklyn. How about Kenny Peterson of Blyville, 41. Kevin Tidwell from Donovan is having a birthday today. This is love from mom. Zadik Kren of Jonesboro is turning nine years old. We have Letty Gill of Osceola turning four. Love, Aunt May May, and Bex. And also happy birthday goes out to Charles Garrett of Moralton, Arkansas. Happy birthday from Carrie, Callie, and Cam. Happy birthday, Charles. So they can check us out on the yeah. podcast as well. Happy birthday, Charles. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Sabrina Carpenter is 22. That's the Disney star turned singer. She was Maya on Girl Meets World. Yeah. Lana Condor is 24. That's Jubilee in the X-Men Apocalypse. Cam Newton is 32, former Carolina Panther quarterback, now with the New England New England Patriots. Black China is 33. That is the mother of Rob Kardashian's baby. Yeah. Jonathan Jackson is 39. That's Avery from Nashville. And, gosh, Martha Quinn is 62. Now, she was one of the original MTV VJs. Yeah, and that's crazy when you think about that because I remember her. It was like Martha Quinn and Downtown Julie Brown and Kurt Loder. Yeah, and this this all launched back in 1981 for yeah. MTV. Yeah, the very first video ever on MTV. ago can i give you one of the other like original launch videos from mtv's launch in 81 because i love the song yes okay so it was the song the video ario Speedwagon, take it on the run you take it on the run baby if that's the way you want it baby then i 
So happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Martha Quinn of MTV, <laughs> who turns 62 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Welcome to Tuesday morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And we've got Country Music News on Old Dominion. She kept the hotel key, So Matthew Ramsey of Old Dominion got pretty banged up after falling off of a ladder. He posted a photo of himself in the hospital on the Old Dominion Instagram page. And here's what he said. Quote, how many Old Dominion members does it take to change a light bulb? Well, after a broken rib, collapsed lung, and various scrapes and bruises, I found out the answer is more than one. Matthew goes on to say that he's back home and recovering now with all the fun pills. And he says, y'all be careful out there and get someone to hold your ladder. So hopefully... He's going to be okay by May 27th because that's when they kick off their tour, Band Behind the Curtain tour in Oklahoma. Can you imagine? (laughs) Because, like, you know, you're trying to change those lights on your ceiling and the ladder's got to be way up high to get to the lights and you're up there and all of a sudden you realize you're about to go and then you go? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. Country music news today on Miranda Lambert. So Miranda, obviously a huge animal lover, has added new animals to the family, including now two new goats who are living on the farm. So again, Miranda has sold her house. She's living out of a tiny barn while they're building a new house, and she keeps getting more animals, dogs all over the place, cats all over the place, and now some goats. It sounds like heaven to me. I want to be that person that has goats and animals. So her goat names, kind of creative, Taco and Tuesday. So Miranda Lambert has shared some stuff on her social media if you want to check it out. Got country music news on Thomas Rhett. Last night we cranked some cold beers and cranked their church to tea. Thought, man, it feels good to be country So Thomas Rhett has a brand new album out, and he gives credit to one thing for helping him create the songs for the album. So for the past eight years, Thomas says he's become a bit of a sneaker collector. He loves tennis shoes. And he said lately, especially while recording this latest album, Country Again Side A, he had a little bit of a change of heart. This is Thomas Rhett, quote, if you know me, you know I've been on a sneaker train for a while. One day I was walking into a meet and greet, and I saw my cowboy boots I've had since high school sitting in the back of my bus, and I put them on. I think it was kind of a shock to a lot of people, but I just felt different. It felt right. It felt normal. He goes on to say that there was a shift in 2019 when he just woke up one day and Thomas said he wanted to live a little bit more simple and wanted to put things in perspective. Not only did the boots do that, they were just kind of that reminder every time you put them on just to kind of be that country life, that simple life and kind of where he came from the music or Kind of where he came from, the kind of music that he loves. Yeah, I love it. I know. Good for him, man. I got my boots on today. You've made fun of me. You're like, Mm -hmm. it's hot outside. You're still wearing your boots. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, they're not cowboy boots, but they're still my boots. They're manly boots. They're manly, dirty boots, and I feel like a man today. And y'all, finally, country music news on Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world, and a million other places we could be, but you're here. Dan and Shay are continuing to announce tour dates for the fall and winter, which is huge because all these different acts are trying to go ahead and get tours in that they wanted to do early in the year. So I was looking at some of the dates uh, that Dan and Shay have confirmed for the fall. Uh, if you're looking to travel, you're going to have to at this point, unless they announce some dates a little bit closer. Uh, they're doing a show in September in Louisville, November in Atlanta and Tulsa and Kansas City and New Orleans and Dallas. So again, it's Louisville, Atlanta, Tulsa, Kansas City, New Orleans, Dallas. At one point, they had uh, North Little Rock on the list of shows that they were going to do, but I'm not sure if that just doesn't work out timing-wise or if that's still to come. But when you think about Dan and Shay, think about going to a show and all the hits they could do. I want you all myself. We don't need anyone else. I mean, tons of huge country hits. One of my favorite acts in country. I should probably go to bed. I should probably turn off my phone. You remember this one? 
Shea going on tour this fall. is your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is May the 11th, and today in pop culture in 1964, the Beach Boys put out a song. Of course, uh, Kelly loves the Beach Boys, and she especially loves this one. Okay. What? (laughs) I get around. I get around. You're such a I get around. It's my favorite thing. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to leave it there. Leave it alone. All right. Something about a biography. I don't know. Okay. Uh, 1985, today in pop culture in 1985, Madonna hit number one with this song. like that one. Today in pop culture in 1997, Trace Adkins got me. Lord have mercy, how she even get them bridges on? That honky tonk, but One of my favorite Trace songs. Every light in the house is on the backyard. That's what every guy thinks about his wife or his kids. Why do you leave the lights on? The sun is shining, the windows are open, and the lights are on. You must be joking. It's true. It's a grandpa thing I do right there. Uh Uh, Today in pop culture in 2004, Gretchen Wilson put out her debut album. The album was called Here for the Party. Of course, course it featured her biggest hits. Some people look down on me. Like I I don't don't give a a rip. rip. With the baby on my hip, cause I'm a redneck woman. I ain't no high-class broad. I'm just a product of the rings, and I say hey y'all and hee-haw. And I keep my Christmas lights on on my front porch all year long. And I know all the words to every Charlie Daniel song. So here's to all my sisters out there keeping it country. I do it every time. Why do I do the hell yeah when it's talking about the girls? Listen, saying if it? you feel it, you feel it. All right. And today in pop culture in 2010, after five years of dating, Blake Shelton proposed to Miranda Lambert. You can make a six pack on the carpet, taste like a million dollar bill. You can make a one bedroom apartment feel like, like a house up on a hill. You can make my truck out in the driveway roll like a cleaned up cat. Well, I'm not sure if the love was money forever, but uh, that was 2010. <laughs> Miranda and Blake got engaged. I'm oh. giving up on love, cause love's giving up on me. There you go. Well, I gave it everything I had, everything I got was bad. Come on Picture her. The video to this song. Lights up on fire, man. She's fired up. This girl had been wrong. And girls felt it. They believed it. Forget your hot society. I'm soaking in kerosene. Uh oh. <laughs> you better watch out, guys. Light them up and watch them burn. Teach them what they need to learn. Ha! Shake 
Today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So today is National Eat What You Want Day. And the challenge has been issued to Kelly to think about the one food that she could eat every single day. Now this is without consequence, right? So like I can, it can be something fattening. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's just pretend none of that matters. Okay. Right? But it's something you could go for every single day. Okay. Do you have something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to do the one, two, three? Okay. I never remember if we go one, two, three, or three, two, one. We go one, two, three, say it. Hang on. Let me get it in my head. And this is the one thing that we could eat every single day. Every single day. Okay. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Tacos. Ice cream. Okay. Oh, different. We were wow. different. Congratulations. Ice cream is good. Yeah. I could eat it every day. What's your favorite ice cream? Gosh, there's so many. I'm telling you, that gimmick I did a couple of weeks ago where I bought the salted caramel and then I put cinnamon toast crunch on top and then I put chocolate and then some caramel sauce. I'm telling you, I could do that every day, but I would be not good. I do like ice cream with stuff mixed in it. Like what? Chocolate chips? Sprinkles? Yeah. Anything. Heath bar. Yeah. It's I good. mean, anything you find on the candy. I'll, I'll like put a soft it ice cream. Yeah. Okay. So ice cream, you could eat that every single every day. day. Without fail. Without fail. What if it was more of like a, a food, like a lunch or a dinner food, not dessert? Mm. Um, gosh, it's probably what everyone's going to say. What? I know it's what your wife will say. Sandwiches. Pizza. No, she likes pizza. No, she would say, what's that sandwich that I'm always like, you're paying $9 for that? But it's how they make oh, it. Oh, it's the club. It's just like turkey and ham. It's how other people... Everybody makes sandwiches better than you can make your own but sandwich. Why can't we just buy the stuff? It's not the same. Why is it not the I same? I don't know, but I've been telling my parents that for years. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom would send me to school and I'd have in a Ziploc bag, like a little piece of white bread and some mustard. And it was like just this plain old, like one slice of meat in there. I was basically eating bread and mustard and a little sliver of meat. Hoping to look, get a fruit roll up. It looked pathetic. <laughs> But everybody did that. That's what they did I back know. then. It is. Okay. So uh, for me, I said tacos because I love tacos mm -hmm. and like, it's not just any taco, but I do like most tacos, but like I've, I love street tacos mm -hmm. and uh, I found a taco truck. Have I, I don't think I've told you about it. I don't think you have. That does all those different, like uh, you know, Asada and Pollo and uh, Barbacoa. Are you trying to be cool using your uh, Spanish? Yes. I just want to, uh, you know, appeal to everybody. Speaking Show everybody how skilled you are. Pollo and Asada. Mm -hmm. They have really good tamales there as well. So Yum. I love that. So tacos, especially street tacos every day. The number one, according to uh, the most recent survey, was what you said, pizza. Followed by pasta, which was number two. So Italian food mm, is really high yeah. on the list. Uh, then hamburgers, then ice cream, then tacos. Then it goes down and does like chocolate and fries and donuts and cake and chips. But pizza is the number one. If we were to go to you guys, I'm going to put it up on social media and you guys can let us know if you could have some food, one food you eat every single day. And as Kelly said, no consequences. What would you choose? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good morning, Arkansas. Shout out to everybody all across the natural state today. I uh, saw so this discussion that was talking about things that are probably never going to be the same after the pandemic, things that we used to do all the time that we might not do anymore. And I want to go through and, and like when you guys hear these things, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I never really thought about that, but I might not ever do it again. Okay. And you tell me how you feel as I go through these. Okay. All right. uh, number one, they say people commuting every single day to go to the office. It might not be like that again. 
Yeah, I think that's a thing of the past. I think a lot of businesses probably saved a lot of money mm-hmm. and they're like, hmm. This is a different way of doing things. So one of our family members is in town from uh, Fort Worth, and he was saying that basically they told him when he went back to work for the first day in the office, they said, get your stuff. We're going to change all of this. And he's like, what? And basically what used to be like, hey, this is your desk. They're now going to transform all of that to like community spaces, and he can work from home most days. And then when he goes to the office, there's a community space that whoever needs to use that can use. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. More of that's going to be happening. Uh, they say no more will there be uh, such things as snow days because we realize you can mm-hmm. do school virtually. Man. And back, man, when we were young, we loved them. That one makes me sad. For kids? Yeah, it does. Because like for us, we didn't have the AMI or online mm-hmm. stuff. So it was a true, we went out and played. Yeah. It was a true day. Yeah. So snow yeah. day is probably a thing of the past based on the pandemic. Uh, other ones that people mentioned are going to places where you can eat a whole bunch of food, like the buffets. Yeah. Uh, some of those have struggled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be top tier, top notch yeah. buffet to make it through that. Uh, shopping for groceries in person. Some people say they're not going to do that ever again. I don't know why I still enjoy that experience. Yeah. I still don't mind doing mm-hmm. that. Like I would love to go in there when nobody was there, but at the same point, yeah. like, I kind of like picking out my own stuff. Like I want to see what my meat looks like. Uh, They say, uh, you know, some people say they'll never feel like they need to drag their self to work when they don't feel well. Mm -hmm. Because now you don't know. Right. But back in the day, hey, I feel okay. I don't have a fever. I'm coming to work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Some people say like touching community things. Like, you know, you're going through places and like then you eat food without washing your hands. I'm definitely more conscious of it. They say a lot of people would go in, like think about doorknobs or handles, you're opening doors, then you eat food, like those places that would give you samples, right? Yeah. It's like you've opened doors, you've gone, touched all these different things, you grab the sample, put it right in your mouth. Mm, Yeah. We have thought, we will think differently about that. They even said uh, some people will think differently about going to a doctor's office and sitting in a waiting room. Because think about it. Yeah. It's just, for the most part, sick people. Right, yeah. Now you have a little bit of space, but at the same point, Mm -hmm. it's wild how the pandemic and all the things that have been negative about it for so many people, uh, we look in that we see, Hey, there are some things that will change forever based on the pandemic. So those are some of the ones that people are mentioning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about food and we give food news and I've already had food this morning. I ate, um, Basically a taco bowl for breakfast, (laughs) spicy taco meat, some rice, some salsa, (laughs) some guacamole salsa. That was my breakfast uh, about four o'clock this morning. Uh, Starbucks has something they're launching that uh, when I, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, they come up with these crazy concoctions. I don't know if I'd like it. This one sounds good to me. Starbucks is launching a strawberry funnel cake frappuccino, which is going to have actual pieces of funnel cake. On top. Sold. I'll go get one today. <laughs> Boy, that didn't take That's much. That's all you had to tell me. They, yeah, Starbucks, you're welcome. <laughs> Strawberry funnel cake signed me up. How good does that sound? Really though? good. Because funnel cake is good. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. Like, what is it? Because um, why like is it fried airy? cake. But, but for whatever reason, it's a little more airy. Mm-hmm. Then you put all of that uh, powdered sugar on the top. And if you put strawberry over the top of that... So the Frappuccino, does that mean that's a frozen one? It is, right? The Frapp is the frozen Mm. one. They're also bringing back the Unicorn Cake Pop as well. And those Cake Pops are Mm -hmm. good too. But uh, if you're kind of hungry, if you're on the borderline of what you want to eat today, or maybe you want to go try the new Strawberry Funnel Cake Frappuccino, I'm not sure if that's sold in Arkansas just yet, but if it is, please let us know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the Kentucky Derby and the horse that's been accused of doping... (laughs) This is insanity. The trainer of the horse, Medina Spirit, has has told us what happened. Have you heard what he said? I have not. So basically, he believes that what has happened is uh, basically an accident. This horse should not have gotten any of the blame because apparently uh, one of the people who works in the stalls peed in the stall on the hay. And this guy was taking cough medicine. The horse ate the hay which then led to the contaminated test where it looked like he was doping. Uh, I mean, that sounds like a good story and it could possibly make sense somehow. This also sounds like one of those stories that your kid would make up. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, No, uh, I peed on the hay and the horse ate it and then it showed up. Yeah. That's what this guy's saying. Bob Baffert 
is the trainer of Medina Spirit. The horse that won the Kentucky Derby that might have the Derby winnings taken from it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we had a great chat with WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, who has a new podcast. It's called the My World Podcast. Uh, We talk about his podcast. We talk about his life. We talk about uh, him going to treatment a number of years Mm -hmm. ago. We talk about like real emotion. It's one of the things that's great when I get to have somebody who I know so well on the show is like, we're going to talk about stuff that nobody else would ask him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what about the the deal with your family? What about the time you went to treatment? Nobody's talking about stuff like that. Well, and you know, and a lot of our listeners know, I didn't grow up watching wrestling, but, you know, I know him now through you, but just listening to him, I definitely want to go check out his podcast just from hearing everything that he's been through and things that he's learned. I'm like, I, w- I want to know what's well, business. It's marketing. And you know, so much of what we think about when you think about wrestling, especially if you're not a fan, you're like, oh, it's just, you know, guys out there in tights and they're doing these crazy storylines. But what's wild about it is how real it is to the people who are involved in it, how it's part of their lives and the the difficulties of doing that for a profession and, you know, the, the, what you want for your character yeah. and protecting yourself in a shady business. Like, it's really, it's interesting. Yeah. It's almost like if you go and you watch some documentary and you think the circus on television or you see it live and you think, oh, it's so great. It's so fun. But you realize these are all humans who have lives, who all want more money, who all want different roles, who all think they should be the star of the show. Right. And what's that like? That's what it's really about. Mm-hmm. That's what's so interesting when they kind of break it down. So we talk about that. It's also National Eat What You Want Day. We go through that. Kelly tells us the food that she eats every single day. Um, so, no, I would eat every single day. That's what I said. The uh-huh. food that you would eat every single day. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Okay. All of that on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Tonight's schedule includes The Voice, the top 17 results show, The Flash, The Resident, NCIS, This Is Us, Prodigal Son, FBI, Big Sky, New Amsterdam, and FBI Most Wanted. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.